Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? Welcome back to another episode of Believe in Commanders show. I'm Anthony Armstrong. Got Brian Murphy down there in Georgia holding it down like he always does. Mr. Brian Murphy, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Yeah, we are inching ever closer. Depending on when you listen to this, it might already be draft day, but I'm just so excited. It's draft week at least, and uh, we're just kind of ticking away the hours. Kind of really, I'm trying to keep my week busy so I don't get caught up in like counting down the hours because I love the draft. I don't know about you. I just love the, all the dreams that are about to come true. I love what it means for the football teams that are involved and how it changes strategies and changes the landscape of the league. I'm just so pumped. So, yeah, I'm really we're, we're recording this on Tuesday, a little behind the scenes, but uh, I'm just counting down the moments till I think, what is it, 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday for this thing to kick off. Yeah, 8 p.m. Eastern coming up in Kansas City. You know, they've started to take the draft on the road. Um, so they've they've made it more of a show. And then, frankly, I think that the um, the draft now in the past, you know, recent history has become yet another, uh, you know, mainstream event they've got trades going on left and right um big name players are moving um it's it's just another time to you know to go into the market and, and uh be able to make a trade and you know move yeah. some stuff around and you know set yourself up for a wonderful future so um i mean looking back at some of the most important things that have happened i say most important trades i should say a lot of it is is, is right around quarterbacks you know what's mm-hmm. a position that teams are willing to make a risk for um some of them are you know top-notch receivers i mean think about aj brown uh w- was traded last year but either way i i'm willing to bet i know there's going to be some trades in this upcoming draft and um there's some news that's happened recently uh, in, in NFL circles. We'll talk about that shortly, but first we got to hear about our sponsor. We're going to hear from those folks over there at Bet Online. Mr. Brian Murphy, give them uh, what they need to know about Bet Online. Yeah, Bet Online is, is and remains your number one source for all of your sports info, specifically basketball, specifically NFL draft, NHL playoffs, the MLB, all of that. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's playoffs, whether it be basketball or hockey. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered from all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL, UFC, boxing, even NFL draft prop bets. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. So grab your laptop, grab your iPad, grab your phone, head to the website today, betonline.ag. And get in the action. Be sure to use our promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's BLEAV to get that bonus. You're going to put in however much money you want to put in, and it's going to give you half of that right back to use towards these bets. So, uh, some free money there, which is always a good thing. And don't forget that bet online where the game starts. It's where the game starts. And I've never seen anybody or heard of anybody being upset. Uh, about getting a couple free dollars here and there. No, yeah. no doubt. I mean, I found 50 cents the other day and I was elated, man. Yep. I was over the moon with the excitement when I found a little bit of change. And one of my favorite things to do is if I forget that I put like $5 in my pocket and then when I go to do the laundry and you start to pick check the pockets for everything, you should check them before, I find five bucks and it feels like I'm $5 richer. I don't know yeah. about you, Brian, but that... 
that is is a win for me. You know, it's a win for me because really you think about it, you had it. You kind of forgot you had the five bucks. Then you do the laundry and then, hey, boom, you get a prize for folding right your clothes. To you. Yeah. So no need to live out of those baskets. I'm talking while well, we got a couple baskets full of clothes right now. Lord, he kids wear house? a lot of clothes. I, oh, shoot, no. man. I, say, I think that's every house in America sometimes. So, man, I tell you, I've at least at least laundry, clean laundry smells good. Yes. You know, it smells like uh, fabric softener or, or, or dryer sheets. Uh, it's kind of comforting, um, but I don't like to live out of them. But anyways, anyways, let's get to the, the biggest news, the, the things that have uh, the state of New York, New Jersey area pretty yeah. excited. Gang Green Nation, you got your quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is finally a jet. The trade has uh, has been agreed to by both teams. What was your first thought just from hearing that this was actually happening? Well, I, I typed out this little banner here if you're watching us, but it's that it finally happened. You know, it was like one of those things. It's like asking your parents um, for something for Christmas and, and they're kind of like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. And you know, you're going to get it. It's just a matter of when. That's what this mm-hmm. felt like. It really just was kind of the details. It was like, am I going to get it on Christmas Eve? Am I going to have to wait till Christmas? Am I going to have to wait till, you know, a week later when we celebrate Christmas with the extended family? That's what mm-hmm. it felt like. I was just glad that it was done. I think I finally was able to de- delete the old banner we had in here that he was holding the league hostage. I'm just glad it's over. I think it's exciting for for football. I think it adds another storyline. And I think, as you kind of mentioned already, that it's going to start a a domino effect of some players getting traded around during this draft season, during this weekend. So I'm really excited for it, for the drama that it adds. And, uh, um, you know, as a football fan, I'm just excited to see it. It's weird. It's going to be weird. Um, But uh, it's nice that it finally, finally went down. Yeah, that's it. Kind of sounds like we're talking about the the sale of the commanders. Yeah. yeah. Um, even though that isn't all the way done, saw so a report that um, the businessman out of Apost- Canada. I, yeah. Yes, I'm glad you went to attack the name because I was like, I'm not going to do it. Um, he says he's still in the running. Like, yeah. it, there it is. He Brian yeah. got it right. The bell went off. Thank you. Uh, basically, I mean, in the real estate world, at least, if it's if there's no if it's not executed, the contract's not executed, then nothing is done. So technically, if we're going to get into this, we won't stay long here. Bezos could jump in and be like, hey, I'll go seven billion. Let's let's get mm-hmm. it done. And I'll seven billion ca- cash close in two weeks. Something ridiculous. He could do that. Yeah, he could do that if nothing has officially been executed. But this deal, this deal between Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, let's talk about details. Uh, the Jets are going to get the 15, Aaron Rodgers, and a 2023 fifth-round pick. It ends up being pick number 170. So they pick up a a, a trade, a swap of first-round picks, a Hall of Fame quarterback, and a fifth-round pick is what the Jets are going to get. The Packers, they're going to move up to pick 13 in this year's draft. They're going to get a second-round pick, which is uh, number 42, sixth-round pick, which is number 207, and a conditional 2024 second round pick that can become a first if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. Now, I mean, on the outset, I would have to think that that's going to end up being a first round pick. Yeah, you got to think so. So first round pick swap. uh, Let's call it a future first round pick um, plus two uh, a two a six and a two two and a six and a future first round pick for Aaron Rodgers uh swapping ones and a fifth round pick do you who, who do you think won that deal 
I I immediately here. This is an, another initial thought I had about this. I think the Packers backed themselves into a corner kind of by letting this drag out and by kind of letting Aaron Rodgers dominate the um, decision and dominate where this thing was going to go to where I kind of feel like they didn't get a whole lot in return for a, a superstar quarterback. I mean, mm -hmm. I think, I think the obvious thing is to say, you know, you're getting all these high picks for an aging quarterback. So you kind of lean towards the Packers um, winning this trade, but I'm kind of confused why they even had to give up their first this year. Um, I'm confused why they had to give up anybody but Aaron Rodgers. I was just, I, I think that was kind of their fault for letting it drag on for so long. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, you gotta, you gotta feel good about the Packers. They think they have a quarterback that they like. They'd already drafted in the first round, Jordan Love, able to add some weapons around him. So you gotta think that they wanted. I just think they could have gotten more had they executed this, oh, I don't know, two months ago or something like that. It just feels like, I, I was a little underwhelmed, or at least I felt like I would be if I was a Packers fan. Yeah. I'm thinking that the Jets have – they kind of cost themselves uh, a, a star player in Odell Beckham, you know, because yeah. that that was – that news came out that, you know, Rodgers had a grocery list, a laundry list of players that he wanted the, the Jets to acquire. Alan Lazard was on that list. They made that happen. But OBJ was apparently on that list as well, and he ended up – uh, deciding to go sign with Baltimore. Now, uh, you talk about the Packers back themselves into a corner. I almost feel like both teams really took a step back with how this trade ended up working out because of the time that that passed. The, the first round swap, um, I feel like that's a, just a sweetheart type of thing. Hey, we'll swap picks. We'll, we'll move up a little bit and, yeah. and we'll move back to two. That doesn't really do anything for me. Um, that big question was giving up that second rounder. That's probably going to be a first um, for Rodgers. And I guess if if you, I don't know. I guess you, I guess you assume that you're going to be in a good situation. You know, you're going to assume you're going to be in a good situation. I mean, how far yeah, up does yeah. that? You know, how far up does that? I mean, I guess does the conditional mean like if he plays sixty five percent, it's it's no longer their second. It's going to be their first. Um, yeah. So. If you assume that they're going to have a good season, then that 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 pick ends up being in the late twenties to thirties, anyways. Right, right. Yeah that that is that is a good point. Um, yeah, I think, I, I, yeah, I'm willing to bet that the Jets feel like you know Aaron Rodgers is worth that that he's going to take them to the next level. The yeah. one thing that that one of the things that came to mind also is that I don't know that the Jets are guaranteed that division by any means. The Bills were one of the best teams in the league last year. They have to face them twice. Uh, they got to go up against Miami, who was really solid last year. Um, Bill Belichick has always had the Jets number. It, it hasn't really mattered who has been there. Um, and he always finds a way to stay afloat, at least, if not you know, competing for championships. So, yes, I think the Jets are are betting on Aaron Rodgers and betting on these, these guys that kind of have – come in because of Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think that they're a given to, to win the division, to, to, to win a Super Bowl. It's not like they're in the AFC South or a really mm. weak division. This is one of the powerhouses. I mean, last year, the NFC and the AFC East, uh, I think they both put three teams in, if I'm not mistaken, to the playoffs. So uh, may, maybe not, maybe not the AFC East, but just they're, they're always a solid division. And so I just they're don't close. think it's a, yeah, I just don't think it's a given that they're going to be, 
um, that they're, they are going to be in the 20s to where this could turn into a mid-first-round pick, and you got to think yeah. the Packers are licking their chops at that possibility. Yeah, we'd have to go check with the folks over there that, that, that cover the Jets, but I, I, I'm trying to think of uh, the only reason that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't get to that 65% would be because of injury, and I'm knocking on wood. Yeah, uh, here, you know, you well, don't want that two, to happen. The only two seasons that didn't happen were injury related. He's played in every game other than that, just about maybe a, yeah. a, a game off when they've already clinched that kind of thing. But yeah, it was yeah. two major injuries. Yeah. And, and barring um, him having some sort of Russell Wilson type collapse, you know, and just not fit in well in New York for whatever reason. Uh, I don't see that happening. Obviously, getting Nathaniel Hackett and having yeah, you know Lazard huge. and having basically the, the table is set for you to come in and be successful. You got some more weapons. You got a defense that you that's going to be able to hold things down for you. Um, I don't see Aaron Rodgers having a step back. I don't see him having that uh, you know lapse in in play. But I mean, shoot, man, it, it, you got to have success. Yeah, that, that's it. The expectation is is playoff, Super Bowl. That's it. It can't be anything less. Um, he doesn't have that much time left. He really doesn't. He's trying yeah. to get this thing done now. Um, I'm glad that this trade is over with. And and I'm frankly, I'm I'm surprised it didn't happen on the draft day. Um, but now just with those two switches, you know, the Packers moving up to 13 um, and the Jets moving back makes you wonder kind of how is that going to affect the draft, you know, especially how it pertains to the commanders too. Because they're sitting yeah. at 16, those two things switch. Yes, they were already ahead of you, but maybe the team start looking in different directions. Are the Jets going to make a play for a, another receiver since they missed out on OBJ? Mm-hmm. So there's different scenarios that are going to be at play. It's definitely going to be interesting uh, leading into Thursday. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think that, that uh, like we said, it just is that first little domino. I really think, I don't know, if you had to set an over-under, what would be a good one? Two and a half players traded? I think that's kind of a juicy number. Could could yeah. three players be traded on draft night? It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, yeah. I think with the, what we saw last year, two uh, solid receivers in A.J. Brown and Hollywood Brown, both the, the Browns getting traded last year mm. during draft day, <laughs> we could absolutely see that. And we're going to do a two-part episode here, so stay tuned for, for that one. But we got a whole list of guys who we think could possibly be traded on draft night, um, and I, I think there's a good chance that a lot of them could. Um, but you, you mentioned draft day trades or around the draft day trades, because some of these that, that I've included kind of were leading up to the draft similar to this one. Um, but what were some of the, the biggest draft day trades of all time as we look back at the draft? Um, it really seems like over the last uh, 20 years or so that we've seen those t- seen teams moving up, maybe 20, 25 years of teams moving up to try to get a guy that they really like at the top of the draft. Um, and that's kind of the norm. Now you just expect it, and it's kind of weird that it, if it doesn't happen. And, heck, it already has happened. The Panthers moved up to number one, mm-hmm. um, shipped off DJ Moore. You could almost include that as a draft day trade, although it didn't happen on the actual draft day. But what are some of the biggest draft day trades that you thought of? And uh, let, let's talk about them over these last few years. Well, one of the, the first ones that came to mind wouldn't have come up if you searched specifically how you asked 20 years, you had to bump it up to 25 because one that came to mind was 1999. Mm-hmm. Mike Ditka trades his entire draft to go to number one to select Ricky Williams. That was um, 
one of the biggest trades. I don't know if Mike Ditka didn't want to be in the, the war room for hours upon hours over those couple of days, but I think that that was one of the first trades where it was just like, whoa, you're, you're doing what now? Uh, yeah. Trading away all your draft picks to get Ricky Williams, obviously a stellar player, um, great career. Uh, spent only three seasons in, in uh, New Orleans before getting traded to Miami. I spent a little time with Ricky in Miami, too. Nice. So really good guy. But that was one trade that comes to mind. Um, another trade, you're looking back in 2004, uh, the Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers trade. So weird. That was, so was kind of odd to see because – I had I hadn't seen a player, you know. One Eli got drafted number one, and he didn't Cried look happy daddy. at all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't look happy at all. You know that was the first thing that I noticed. And then literally, like a pick or two later, they're like the trade. They're going to trade these players. New York yeah. is trading Rivers, and so that was that was another one that was pretty surprising yeah, to me. That- that's a good way to get a trivia question wrong because you hear Philip Rivers, you're like, what team drafted him? You immediately say the Chargers. Nope, the Giants technically tra- drafted him. Eli Manning technically drafted by the Chargers. So strange. Um, yeah. I've always thought Eli was a crybaby from that moment on. Just <laughs> go play in San Diego. I, I never got it. I mean, he made the right decision, I guess, but it just was always kind of lame to me. But I mean, yeah. I, I've always felt like they were playing, trying to get that Manning Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't want to have the Manning AFC Championship game, and right. they didn't quite get there. Uh, but Eli Eli point. got a couple of wins over the Patriots that that uh, old Peyton wasn't able to get. So uh, that was another one. Uh, you look back. Let's talk about what Washington did back in 2012. They yeah. traded three first round picks and a second round pick to the St. Louis Rams to go up to number two overall, where they selected RG three. So uh, that's a big trade right there. Everybody. Is still trying to tie, um, you know, the commanders to a quarterback. Oh, you got to get a quarterback. Got to get a quarterback. Is there any instance where you would make a trade up in this draft to get a quarterback? Uh, not this draft. No. Uh, I think if the the Panthers hadn't already moved up, maybe you think is if Bryce Young is available up there. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of uh, smoke with the Commanders being involved with Caleb Williams at USC. Bingo. Could they could they do that next year? So maybe not mm. this year, but next year, if we're sitting in a in a situation where you've got just about everything but the quarterback, man, I'm going to be thinking about it long and hard. But yeah, our this this trade looked like a slam dunk for the Redskins. It was for all of 2012, and then of course everything happened. And um, I don't know, I don't know that the Rams technically won that trade, but I think they just got the better end of the deal by default in the end. Yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, pretty crazy now that you're looking back on it. Yeah. Now, if you go to 2016, the Rams were involved in their own move up in the draft. They moved up to get Jared Goff. That's when they had first made their move out to L.A. Sean McVay came in to be the offensive coordinator, um, and his first move was go to get the the California boy, uh, uh, Jared Goff. So they moved up. Uh, Would they trade? They traded with uh, Tennessee Titans. Yeah, and to get and- that number one pick. And you kind of, for a while there, it was like, did they make the wrong decision in getting Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz, you know, had close to an MVP year, you know, basically was the reason that the Eagles were in the hunt for a Super Bowl and the Nick Foles eventually led them. But yeah, Jared Goff versus Carson Wentz was lining up to kind of be like a Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf type deal. Uh, Jared Goff, you know, it's hard to call him a, a bust or anything. Like he's kind of revived his career. He ended up taking the Rams to the Super Bowl, but that's an interesting one. I, I don't know again that 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 either team really got a, a great deal out of that one. Yeah. But maybe that's the lesson. Maybe these draft trades are not what they're chalked up to be. 
um, hey. from time to time. I don't know. When you, when, I mean, you say that the next one that comes up, I, and mind you folks, uh, it did, you know, some went from my, my memory. Some of them I went and said, I'm going to use yeah. a little, little, little AI, go a little use a technology to ask them the questions. And they also brought up 2017, the Chicago bears traded a boatload of draft picks to the San Francisco 49ers for the number two overall pick in which they selected Mitchell Trubisky. So to follow up with that trend of saying maybe going all the way up there isn't as good as what people think, you know, this is, this is what I've been saying all year. Every, every time you tune into this show and you talk about how to build this team, I say, guys, it's not just a quarterback away. And you're getting close to the point to where you're going to able to say, that's the one position that you need to get. Um, but selling all these assets, to go and get these players, it doesn't always pan out. Not saying that they're bad players. I just think that with the amount of the, the, the price, the price is not meeting the results. Well, well this has got to be the, one of the worst of all time, especially when you couple that in. They traded up to two and took the, the worst quarterback of the three that went in the first round. When you look at Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes going uh, seven, eight picks later. I mean yeah. – that, that Yeah, you're absolutely right. You kind of fool yourself sometimes into thinking uh, I, I'm outsmarting the room when really the room is just smarter than you. And what's what's even more upsetting is I saw a post somewhere in there. Um, I think it was Mahomes' dad who had, who was saying that the Bears had given all these signs that they were going to take, take him. And they ended up getting Trubisky and then the rest is history. So mm. what could have been? What could yeah. have been? I, I I come with the proponent of saying, look, you trust the tape, trust the tape, trust the tape, trust the film. I mean, yes, we can go back and talk about how Mahomes, how he looked in college, but I was just like something about, you know, these guys, some of these guys that got selected and they didn't really play out well. Um, I feel like you can say, yeah, I saw that back yeah, when you made that selection, yeah. you know, and there's nothing against those players. A lot of guys move up to draft right close to the draft day based off of working out in shorts and t-shirts. Um, you know, they run plays, they can throw it a country mile. Um, and none of that stuff translates to being on the field. None of that stuff translates to how are you going to digest that playbook? None of that translates to how are you going to lead a team? How are you going to operate uh, when you get a big check? So it's, it's always a risk. It's yeah. always a risk. Yeah. The, 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 that certainly is, is the risk versus reward. Um, the, the, the chiefs actually moved up a little bit in that, that, uh, that draft as well to go get Patrick Mahomes. So they were yeah. like, okay, shoot, I'm going to go get this guy. You, you took mm -hmm. all that to go up to get Trubisky. I'm going to go get Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, it, it, I think you kind of mentioned briefly that a lot of these are, are revolving around quarterback and it's the most important position I think in sports and you can get it so right or you can get it so wrong, which you, you can hear just from these, you know, handful of trades that were made in the draft that because um, because you make that trade, you're kind of locked into that guy, good or bad for at least three, four years because you've mortgaged your future. You've given up yeah. the, the future picks in those drafts coming up, but you better be right. You better ha have it figured out. And we know that the commanders slash Redskins slash football team haven't really. We know the Bears haven't really, whereas the Chiefs have. And, uh, you know, the, the, the Ravens traded back up into the first round to take Lamar Jackson the year after Patrick Mahomes. So there are some teams that have figured it out, but it doesn't mean you have to go up to get that guy because it could end up punishing your team more than rewarding it. 
Yes. It's almost if it feels as if teams think that they're going to get, you know, first round quarterback or a top five quarterback and they just unwrap the plastic and that sucker is just ready to go <laughs> straight to the Pro Bowl. Like they that's what they imagine. You got to think Peyton Manning's rookie year, he threw an astronomical amount of interceptions. Yeah. Ended up being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Um, and then if you think you know the draft and everybody's like, oh, well, T- Tom Brady was a you know sixth round or whatever. I don't, but I don't think anybody would have thought about, obviously they didn't think about taking him any earlier, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, the, the stuff that he brought to the field, that's not in the numbers. You can't measure yeah. that stuff. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, going back to previous episodes, you do need to address that quarterback position somewhere in, inside the draft um, and just get get good at developing your players. I think yeah. that's what a lot of teams miss. Frankly, I think Washington had missed that in the past. Didn't do a good job of developing players. Would much rather get somebody else that's a veteran, bring them in, and hopefully they can be the catalyst to help uh, uplift things. But, um, yeah, draft day trades is going to be interesting for sure. Uh, what, what Did you see the over-under on bet online? Uh, for number of uh, trades? I'll go look. Yeah, I'll go look. I'll go see. Well, I was going to say that, you know, we could be looking back at doing this, this, this same question, you know, five, ten years from now. It'll be interesting to see where the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears move is to to go up and get what looks like to be Bryce Young versus mm-hmm. giving up DJ Moore, and then looking at the Jets and the Packers. You know, did the did the Packers trade? Uh, you know, they we know they traded a Super Bowl winning quarterback, but did the Jets trade away a pick that ended up being a X Y Z Hall of Fame player in the, in their own right? So mm-hmm. uh, you never know. It's hard to judge these right away. That's why all these trades we're pulling up are from five plus years ago because, you know, it takes time to, to see what these guys have. And, you know, even Patrick Mahomes, it looked like a kind of a questionable pick. You had Alex Smith who was doing really well, taking the Chiefs to the playoffs consistently. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you know, you had Patrick Mahomes back him up for a year and uh, little did you know that he was going to have two Super Bowls, three Super Bowl appearances, setting all kinds of records. Um, it, it takes a second to see if these deals go right or go wrong. Um, so it will be interesting to see, you know, these trades that have already happened, plus the trades that come down on Thursday night and beyond, uh, how they play out. Because, uh, again, you never know. Either way, folks, let us know on Twitter. I, I saw a couple folks hit us up, shared their mock draft with us. We appreciate that interaction. Hit us up on Twitter. Tell us where. I, I don't even know if the league has decided where the next few drafts are, but let us know where the draft should go to. Should be, where, yeah. where, where, where would be some good destinations, you know, yeah. um, make it an event, you know, make it an event either yeah. way. Check us out folks on all social media platforms. Well, at least a couple of them, Twitter, Instagram, and now we're on TikTok. TikTok. We're on TikTok. Shout out to our social media uh, uh, manager, holding it down for us over there. And also check us out on all these different streaming platforms. You got TuneIn Radio, SiriusXM, you got Stadium. We're also on Believe TV now. We have a few different uh, Believe TV and Believe Football TV channels there. You got to look good. Got to start doing makeup before these. Yeah, man. Got to get a good foundation, right? Get a good something, good powder, take away that shine. And of course, no, but check would, us out over there. Yes. And of course, it, it all wouldn't be possible without betonline.ag. Go use our code BLEAV. Some draft props coming up. Obviously, MLB, NHL, NBA, all of that good stuff going on. So check all of them out. And uh, we appreciate them bringing the show every single time, every single show that we've done this week and beyond. 
Uh, we thank the guys at Bet Online. So we we are excited. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Who knows when when a major trade will go down or big news will drop about a team moving up just before the draft. But we'll be on top of it. Thanks for following along, and uh, we're excited to talk to you and then see who the commanders come up with when this this whole weekend that is the NFL draft is over. Yes, indeed. So keep it locked with us, folks. We'll see you on the next episode. I'm Anthony Armstrong for Brian Murphy. I'll see you guys on the next episode of Believe in Commanders. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.